You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. I can feel it, so there's a little bit of air coming in, so. Yeah, I think it's fine. Okay. And I think we all need a little bit of air coming in, and that, folks, is how we're going to start uh, Geekiest Show Ever this week is, um, well, maybe a a breath of fresh air, because we're going to talk about Apple's announcements tonight, and they've got some that interest me and some I'm going, eh, okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, this is, this is a unique keynote, no audience, all the social distancing and everything. And I actually kind of liked it better. Uh, I, I think they like to hear the applause, but I kind of like, let's just, you know, keep it. Exactly. Instead of applauding for every little thing, you know, it's like listening to a political address. Someone says, hello, you know, it's like. (laughs) This way it was yeah. nice. People yeah. said what they had to say, and they moved on to the next person. Yes, it, it was efficient. There uh, was only a couple of areas where I did kind of miss the applause. Like, there was a couple of moments where I thought, oh, that's where they would have clapped, because that was a really cool thing. And I'm, I'm not a fanboy. Uh, and so I guess I will start out by saying that, you know, with well, we'll start with iOS. And since I'm not a fanboy, I can say that they... Uh, iOS is finally getting features that Android has had for a few years now. Basically, <laughs> I was wondering if people were thinking that. Yeah, widgets on the screen. So, and you know, and I do. I use widgets once in a while. I don't make great use of them, but um, yeah, now you can finally put them on the screen, and that's that can be kind of helpful because it's nice to be able to glance at your phone, and not have to open up an app to get information like weather or you know something like that. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Um, did you guys, were you able to wrap your head around the app library? You know, to me, it, that seemed, so it's, it seemed more like folders. Mm, like yeah. we, put yeah. our, we put our apps in folders. If, if I'm interpreting what he was saying correctly, it sounds like they're going to do it for you. Yeah. They're going to assume that these are your entertainment apps and these are your reading apps and these are your music apps. I, I I don't know that uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see when it actually right. comes out. But for me, it didn't really seem like ooh ah because I do agree that once you get past the second page, mm. you start forgetting where you have things. Well, that's why they have the search bar at the top. Right. So I'll just type in um you know whatever, and then it pops up and and that's that. And I do have folders on the very last page, but those are usually apps that I really don't use too often, mm-hmm. like the Apple apps that I don't use, the Home Kit. Or pages, or um, you know, things like that. So I just have in the Apple folder. Well, I've got two screens here, but the first screen is all filled with uh, folders on it, and the most important ones I will put on the bottom in the taskbar at the bottom, or whatever they're calling it. Um, the doc. It's a doc. Doc. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so I've got, and, and then the other page is. Um, it's the apps I've installed, and I've just been too lazy to categorize them yet. Uh, so I basically only have one page, but yeah, and most of the ones, yeah, and if I do forget what the name is, yeah, I just pull down, do the search bar, and you mm-hmm. find them. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that's, you know, maybe I, there's a functionality here that I'm not seeing, but it's like, you know, it's Apple, we're going to organize this for you. Well, what if I well, want to organize like it differently? It's like stacks. Remember, like, you know, yeah. there's all these people that have all these messy desktops. And um, I have a, a client actually who surprised me once because she was very, very particular about how she had things on her desktop. And I don't know if you guys remember this. I was always a big, big proponent of not keeping 
anything on your desktop. I right. still am. It's like a muscle memory holdover because I've been using I've been using the Mac for so long that I remember the pain of what it was like when you had so many things on your desktop and they took up so much space that it would actually start to bog you down and make your Mac start up so much slower the more stuff you had. I mean, I can't tell you how many times that the problem to be solved was the slowness of the computer booting up and the solution was to move everything off the desktop because there were people who had, you know, gigabytes and gigabytes full of files on their desktop and it was taking that much longer for it to boot each and every time. And once we moved the stuff off, I mean, it could have been that maybe it was just a matter of it needed to be re-indexed or something and maybe that's what really did the trick. But moving the stuff off the desktop and into folders where they should have been in the first place, in my opinion, is what fixed the problem. And then wouldn't you know it, the computer would boot so much faster. But then I guess there became a time later when the, the desktop didn't have to process it so much like it did in the past. So I just know that there was a time when it was a bad idea to store so much crap on your desktop, not just because of things would get renamed because if a cat walked across your keyboard, it could rename your files to comma, 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 semicolon, dash, 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 right? And you never know where that file went because it was buried behind three other things. That was a hazard that I always wanted to avoid and always trained people to avoid. So maybe, you know, that had changed over time. Just like the same thing is true. Like they say, don't constantly keep quitting, force quitting your apps on, on iOS because it, a long time ago you had to do that because of battery drain and battery leakage or whatever. Now you don't have to do that because the apps go into a status where it's just in a sleep mode, in a standby mode, and you don't have to do that. It's actually worse for your battery to keep constantly quitting those apps. I don't know if, you've, if you guys still do that. Do you still have that muscle memory or did you ever build that muscle memory? Well, I don't do it constantly, apps. but sometimes mm -hmm. I'll swipe up and I go, oh, my God, I got 30 apps open. And I just yeah. close, right. I just close the ones that I know I'm not using on a regular basis. That's exactly right. what I do. But I see people who have a muscle memory. It's almost as if, like, they can't help themselves. And it's just their it's just their the way that they operate. They just can't, as soon as they open something up, as soon as they're done with it. They quit it, just like back in the old days when you could only have so many apps running at a time on the Mac and you had to quit them, like Photoshop or something like that, because it was didn't allocate enough RAM. Anyway, um, so back to WWDC, uh, what they were talking about was the different home screens. I was excited for the customizable home screens. I did like the idea that you could put a widget on there. However, I, I'm just I'm probably going to be doing this throughout the time that we discuss because I can't help but think back to previous operating systems and some of the things that I feel like are coming forward again. Like, for example, the widgets. Did anybody think about Dashboard when they were showing all the widgets? Do you remember the Dashboard? On mm -hmm. the iOS? On the Mac. On Mac OS. On the Mac. So, yeah. I used it a little bit, I guess. Yeah, I used to use it too. Yeah, but then why did we stop using it? I mean, for me, it was because it became such a system resource hog that that page that you had to, you know, that dashboard page had all those widgets on it. And it seemed like, well, they were, you know, constantly having to check for the weather and the stocks and the sales and whatever else that you had it doing. It was constantly going in and looking for that information and tapping into servers that it became such a kind of a system resource hog. And after a, a while, I got to be thinking, why do I even bother with this anymore? Half the time, the, the widgets are no longer supported, and they're just kind of sitting there dead in the water. So I ended up deleting them, and I just I just kind of trained, I weaned myself off of it and just stopped using it altogether because so many of the things that I was using the dashboard for, I could just do on the web. Like, I could just go to a website faster 
than it was for waiting for the widget to load. You know what I mean? So when I saw the widgets and all the stuff you could do with them, I thought, oh, that's cute. That'll last for a little while. Like, that was just my thought, if I'm being honest. It reminded me a lot of Dashboard, and I thought, hmm, I wonder how long I'm going to actually use that because I know, for example, the life cycle of phones, at least as I've had them, is I get a new phone. It's great. It's got a nice, you know, brand new battery. And, of course, I always say this, that Arizona murders batteries here because of the heat. So I like, you know, a, a fresh brand new phone with a nice brand new battery and it. it's great and I can use all the widgets and I have things, you know, all I have to do is swipe to them. And then as the battery starts to age, it's like, oh, I better start offloading some of this stuff. So I start getting rid of the widgets because I don't know if it's true or not, but it, I just kind of get this feeling that whenever I have widgets running, it seems like it drains my battery faster. So then I start offloading them. So widgets and I just don't have the best of relationships, I guess you could say. So whenever I see all those widgets, I think, oh, that's cute. Mm, that'll last for a little while. So I'm not going to get too attached to the widgets. I mean, they look really awesome. They look really amazing. I don't know how much that's going to last for me. But back to the app library thing, I kind of felt like it was, I think, like you said, Mike, and that's why I brought up the stacks on the desktop. And that's why I went into the whole desktop thing is like, Here's Apple hand-holding us again, saying, well, we'll, we'll organize this for you. Yeah. We see that you're a total clusterfuck, <laughs> and, you know, you can't organize anything on your own. So here, let's – we'll just take your hand. We'll just take care of that for you. Except, you know? My, you know, my chaos is my order. Um, and, you know, there's a method to my madness and whatever other excuse I can come up with. But, and you know, like I say, I've got my – and, you know, maybe I don't want uh, – you know, because, like, for instance, um, I use the Anchor app to check on my my uh, Bard on the Plains podcast. Well, mm -hmm. would you consider that audio? But no, I've got a special little folder for podcasting on my phone, so it's got... Yeah, totally makes sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I got the apps in there that I use. I probably got Simple Note and a few other... You know, I got about, what, uh, eight apps in there that I use. And so I got the special folder. Well, I don't want it moved because I have it there for a reason. So if mm -hmm. it's just an option, that's fine. Um, yeah, I, w I don't think they're going to yeah, force I you don't. into it. And I would hope that <clears throat> if they put... You know, for example, your Anchor app under podcasts, mm -hmm. under, you know, audio or anything like that. And you said, no, I want it to be under Mike's Stuff folder mm -hmm. that you could just drag it out into yeah. Mike's Stuff. Yeah. Or rename the folder altogether. I, I think yeah. that for the sake of time, they weren't going to show you like all the nitty gritty. But I was hoping, I'm, I'm still hopeful that maybe... It just, for the sake of time, it wasn't shown, but maybe it's the case that you could rename that folder and, like sure. you said, Elisa, be able to rearrange this stuff. Then that I would be okay with. But if they're going to just make their own categories based on the app developers, you know, keywords that they've sewed into it, and if it's based off of that, then eh, no, that's going to bug me a little bit. Right. Yeah, because like I say, yeah, I highly unlikely I'll use that. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, the thing I like about... Uh, you know, Android was you could customize it, you could do things, you could put different things on there. Well, yeah, and they're going to allow third-party widgets to go on there. So, and you know, I'm not opposed to widgets uh, because I have a few on my iPad uh, to check on things, and you know, that's a bigger screen. And we'll probably talk a little bit more about that when we get to uh, uh, iPad OS. But uh, you know, I'm not opposed to widgets if they can provide me with information that I that I need, but. Mm -hmm. I just wish I could trust them. I just sure. have I have a trust issue with widgets because I in the back of my mind, like I said before, it's just like the when I see widget, I think system resource hog. So it's just I, I don't know. 
we'll see. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. give it a chance, and right. I'm I'm sure there's going to be one or two that I'll find. Oh, hey, I can't live without this. This is awesome. So that'll be great. Yeah. Sure. Um, the next yeah. thing that they Matt, talked about after widgets was picture in picture. I wanted to see what you guys thought about that. Well, the next note that the I wrote. Let's see, we've got here messages. If we're going to go in order. Oh. Okay. Well, messages comes down a little bit. Well, according to the the website, but the notes, like I took notes of like what they discussed in order. So after widgets was picture in picture, because I don't right. think I don't know if they're going to discuss it on the website here. Did they talk about picture in picture? Yeah. If you go know. to uh, the Is it uh, further? iOS 14 preview under Apple dot com. Uh, um, yeah, I don't see it here. Uh, so they went from app library. Next thing is is compact calls. Uh, so instead of the when you get a phone call, instead of it taking up the whole screen, it's just going to be this ribbon across the top. Yeah, that is really welcome. I'm yeah. looking forward we to must, that. We must be on different pages then, because I have messages next. Oh, because well, I went to the uh, under the uh, on the Apple page there next to the I I clicked see the preview uh, from Apple.com for iOS 14. And then that took me over to the one where it was uh, Apple. Oh, library. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, and then come I don't, in compact I don't see that. Yeah, you have oh. to scroll down to like you know how that's it's in light gray oh, in the back. Oh, there we go. There we go. See the preview. Okay, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you're on iOS 14 uh, dash preview. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Gotcha. So, okay. So yeah, and these both kind of work hand in hand: the picture in picture and the compact call thing. Instead of okay. You know, because I wished I would have had the 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 preview or the uh, picture in picture um, today. Because I was, you guys were texting, and I was watching the uh, 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 WWDC on my phone, and I didn't want to ed- exit out of the video to text you guys back. So I weren't wasn't ignoring you. I just didn't want to get out of the the thing. So if I could have just shrunk the uh, video down, so I could still get to the text messages, right. that would have been. Nice. Well, I think they did demo that, didn't they? Where people were texting and watching. They yeah. showed you all the different ways that you could see it. And it, my first thought was, of course, I always have like a first initial reaction. That's what this is, is our reactions. My first reaction for a picture in picture was great. So now we could be more distracted than ever. <laughs> and uh-huh. so at first I kind of dismissed it. I thought, oh, do I really want that? And then I thought, you know, yes. and then when they showed the note taking, I thought, yes, this would be really great. Because how many times have you been watching a YouTube video and it's a tutorial of something and you want to be able to take notes, but you have to have two different devices going because you got to watch. But that watch depends on YouTube because YouTube doesn't usually allow picture in picture. Mm. Yeah, I wondered about that too. Sure. You know, so if you're too. watching like Downcast or if you're watching mm. Apple TV or Netflix, those mm-hmm. will do picture in picture. But if that's why I was watching the keynote on YouTube, so mm-hmm. I was watching it on my iPad and texting with you guys on my phone. Mm. And I was watching it on the Apple TV and texting with you on my phone. Now, the good thing will be, I know when I've done FaceTime with my middle son, Uh there's been times uh, I'll ask him a question. I'll go, let me go look that up. And he ends up having to pause me. My dad and I do up, it all the time. Yeah, to look mm. up what it is he wants to look mm. up, and then it's like, then he's back. So now mm. at least he can just sure. picture in picture now and then continue with what he needed to look up on his phone because he doesn't have an iPad. So mm-hmm. it's not like he can just go to his iPad and look it up. Right. So yeah, I thought that's, that's that definitely going to be, be welcome. So I dismissed yeah, it at first, but then I thought, yeah, I think it'll be a good thing. I, yeah. I wonder now, we're going to have to pay attention to that for later to find out if YouTube will allow it because I wonder if that's going to be like their because little. They charge thing. for it. 
Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, many, many times when I've been watching a podcast on YouTube, because, you know, a lot of them don't bother putting up to iTunes anymore. They go straight to YouTube. So Mm -hmm. I'll be watching it on YouTube, and then I close it because maybe I got an email or I have to look something up or whatever. Then when I go back, maybe five minutes later, it will give me this little screen, like, do you want YouTube Plus or whatever oh, it's called? Premium. You know, mm. free free month trial. I'm like, no, I'm not paying any more than I'm already paying. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You know, for my YouTube TV. So, yeah, I, wow. I'll go back to it. But they don't do picture in picture. And I very well, I guess much it's doubt like they will. When you're, when you're listening to a video, because <laughs> the kids do it all the time, like they listen to it, they... That's like their their Apple Music in a way. They listen to they don't care about the ads and stuff. They listen to music with YouTube, but they'll have it like if it's on their computer, they'll have it open in a tab, and right. then they'll be mm-hmm. you know working on homework and stuff. That's how kids work these days. Yep. But on the iOS devices, you can't like lock no. the screen and stick it in your pocket and listen to YouTube. No, it doesn't work that way. Unless, it won't right. let you play unless, it outside of it unless, unless you pay extra. Yeah, pay for premium. Yeah, because I, I right. so that makes sense that they would right. do that the same with with picture in picture. Sure. Um, yeah, they got to get their digs in somehow. Well, yeah, I mean, it's you pay what you for what you want, whatever functionality mm-hmm. you want. So, okay, I guess that works. But so, I mean, that stuff all looks interesting. And then messages, um, the pin I conversations. Liked, yeah, yeah, I liked yeah. that. I liked. I was really and, happy about the stuff they announced. And I like the stuff because the three of us and Kevin will text. Sure. And it's mm-hmm. nice. I, I like the idea of uh, what did they call it here? The mentions. mentions? Mm-hmm. So, I was thinking you know, about like, that. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm thinking, oh, this is great because if, if we're having a conversation but we're waiting for you, Melissa, mm-hmm. I just type your name. Now I can, you know, if I put, so it's like Twitter where right. I can do at Melissa instead of just Melissa. Mm-hmm. And again, going back to like the old way of doing things, this I believe is an old call out from the iChat days because you could remember when you would use like Instant Messenger or yeah. you would use, um, what was the other one called? I'm picturing the logo and I can't think of what it was called. But anyway, um, these kind of bulletin board chat services or whatever, uh, you could, you could in the preferences, you could set a preference in iChat that said whenever your name or your handle was mentioned that you would be called out on it, like you would be alerted to it. So in other words, if you were a pay, you know, in a long thread, you know, a chat back and forth with so many, like, you know, could have been like, you know, 50 people or whatever, but you, it was too much to pay attention to. So it would actually notify you. You could have, you know, the little iChat dock icon bounce in the dock up and down, or you could have a, a special chime. You could customize the, the the sound that you heard. And I really liked that feature. And when they brought this up, I thought, oh, this reminds me of that. So yeah, why haven't we been able to do that all this time? Yeah, well, and I like the inline replies because yeah. how many times is there oh, something yeah. going? Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, something going on, and then maybe say or messages back. Well, yeah, well, I say Kevin, reply. Kevin, Mike, and I are going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and right. then all of a sudden, Melissa, you know, twenty tweet, uh, twenty texts later, says, "Sure, I'll do it," and you're like, "Do what?" And then you're like <laughs> scrolling back up to go, "Oh, that's right." We asked her yeah. if she would do the show notes this week. You know? Yeah. yeah. You know what I just looked, um, just to, to correct myself so we don't get hate mail, not that we get mail, but <laughs> in messages on the Mac, uh, in general at least, you know, we're talking about an iOS, but I did notice that in the preferences for messages on the Mac, you can check a box that says notify me when my name is mentioned. So it will, like if someone would would type Melissa on, and I and I was here at the Mac, I could probably have it notify me just for them. Oh, so that, so that, that. is... Because mine's unchecked. Yeah, mine was unchecked too. So, and and I'm still running Mojave. I'm not on. I'm not on oh. Catalina yet. So, yeah. 
But that's always my go-to. I'm like, oh, command semicolon. Let's see what's in the preferences before I go and shoot my mouth off. <laughs> I never, no- never noticed that. Interesting. Yeah. But see, there, I don't think that there's anything like that for iOS 13 that I can tell. But see, it's hard for me because I always keep my phone and do not disturb anyway. So even if you did yell my right. name, I might not, I might not hear it True. on purpose. Sure. But maybe instead of having that text bubble that might say twelve because we're going back and forth so much, yeah. maybe it will have your name, right? So that you can go Just, right to that text that has your exactly. name in it and not have to scroll through the other eleven messages. Yeah, it's definitely going to be really, really helpful. Now, if only we can just make sure that it all synchronizes. That's, that's what that's I'm waiting for. We really messages want. is so bad. Yeah. I mean, how many times have I sent you guys from my Mac? If I'm taking a screenshot of something and I want to send it to you, I use the mm-hmm. share sheet and it starts a brand it new, thread a whole new thread with a yep. different, to- totally different name because we call yep. ours Goopod. And then it will come up with, you know, it comes up McPeak, Davis mm-hmm. and Alder. Yeah, the like, lawyer. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. We sound like, like a, a law firm. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, how come this is in a different Send place? It to the lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so that that'll be nice. We'll have to be looking for that to see if that actually got fixed. We'll be yeah. we'll be watching for that, and we'll be watching for the other problem that we always complain about. And it's not just it's not just one of us. It's all of us. Is that the um, messages, the red message doesn't sync from the watch, say for example, or any device really from one device to the other. They don't mm-hmm. seem to be synced. If I read a message on my watch, say if it was a kudos for a workout, it's not shown as read on the other devices. And that always irritates me. That's the only thing that doesn't sync for me. If you were to send me a text, you know, I'll see you tonight to record, and I read it on my watch, it will sync. But if you send me a kudo, it doesn't. I have just to open kudos, it on yeah. my phone, and I have to open yep. it on my on my iPad, and I have to open it on my Mac. And, like, sometimes I'll be sitting there, and I haven't maybe used messages on my Mac and say like a day or two, or maybe I did, but I didn't realize that the the badge number had changed and somebody sent me a kudos. And then like another day or two goes by and I'm like, wait a minute, I thought I read all my messages. Why does it show that I still have like mm-hmm. one unread message? Yeah. And I'll scroll through there looking and looking and looking for it. And I have to scroll back down through so many conversations just to find out it was fucking kudos. Like, right. I don't care anymore by that point, you know? You know, and then I'm also finding... On the Mac, not on my iPhone or iPad, I'm finding that um, I'm in a, also a group chat with two other people who have Android phones. Androids, yeah. And when I try to send them a link to something, mm-hmm. not delivered. Won't work. Yeah, I was I waiting for that. Yeah, can't get it. I'm like, what's the big deal? Like, these are friends that we cruise with, so I'll send them something about cruising, yeah. and it comes up not delivered. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. That was happening to me, too. I was wondering if they were going to mention that. But again, I, I realized that I was asking for too much and thinking like as they were going into it and they were getting into the nitty gritty of all these new features with groups and mentions and in live replies and all this stuff. I was like, OK, now do the green bubbles. Are you going to do the green bubbles now? <laughs> what happens to the green friends? And, and I thought, yeah, I'm asking for too much. That's just that's but they're be- doing one good thing they're doing on the on iOS is you can search emoji. You so can that- search emoji. Yeah. So, you know, (gasps) you can do that on your Mac. So if you want, if, so if you want to send somebody a balloon and you don't know under what category it is, you can just type balloon. Like, Oh, oh, I do that all the time. I always wish that I could do that on my phone. Yeah. So now you can do that on your phone. That's awesome. Yeah. So that'll be good. Search emoji. Oh, that'd be so helpful. Like where is the damn lipstick when I need it? (laughs) Yeah. 
and sort of along that line, and, you know, the old man's going to say something here. <laughs> Memojis. Meh. I'm still not, you know, I don't know. You're just not a teenage girl, man. No, I, well, thank God. There'd be something wrong <laughs> if I was. Right? So, yeah, for those who love them, yay. For me, it's like, yeah, okay. Fine. I don't have an iOS 10. I mean, I don't have an uh, uh, an iPhone 10. I still have an iPhone 8 Plus, so... I haven't been able to experience the whole coolness of emojis. So, oh. I mean, I've made emojis. Like, I have emoji stickers, but I haven't done like the whole 3D moving animated emoji. So, I, I thought, eh. probably did, but I don't use them. So. <laughs> yeah, I think I did when I first yeah. got the phone. Yeah. And just, you know, and I'm like, okay, that, that was yeah. fun. It's, okay, it's us old. We're like, okay, we tried it. We did it. Okay. All right, we're done now. Sure. And then this one here, and this I think goes across several, but, you know, maps. Um, mm hmm. You know, the because uh, I don't know, I think we all, none of us really uh, have gone whole uh, hog into maps. Apple yeah, I maps. wish I could no. say it did. I like, it sure is gorgeous. I still like Google. Store. I yeah. mean, I like, I like what they've got. I, you know, for people that like to bike, you know, you'll have the cycling directions and, mm -hmm. and the electronic vehicles and things like that, which is great for those people. I still just prefer... Google Maps. And, and I, I can't remember I was if I was listening to a podcast or I saw somebody's um, uh, mention it, but they said, here's the thing about Apple Maps. If you live in San Francisco, it's awesome because that's where most of Apple people live. If you go anywhere right. else, it's kind of hit yeah. and miss. That's what and, I was thinking. And I get missed. So, yeah, so Apple Maps, you know, cause especially out here in the boondocks, um, you know, I, uh, Google has put more effort, I think, into the, uh, the sticks out here than, you know, other places so they've just been around for longer and they've yeah. already done it all <sighs> you know I, I was a little bit meh whenever they they mentioned maps but i mean it is making me want to use it more it's making sure. me want to try it out if only i could just go somewhere <laughs> well yeah. that too or <laughs> i really the, try it out right now <laughs> yeah or the inclination to go Our somewhere states on fire we can't and, go out and like breathe there i mean you know uh, it's just one of those things where maybe and, by the time we can they'll be done you know they'll have moved on from san francisco and do tucson next will you come on well and then <laughs> uh you know speaking of going out they have their apple guides which you know if you're traveling that could be interesting um i'm not doesn't excite me too much but you know uh, yeah again it's one of those things we're gonna have sure. to try it out when when sure. we can I did want to mention that I always do appreciate that Meg Frost is the one who presents on maps. I think it's just wonderful that, you know, she's in a high tech wheelchair. Did you notice her her wheelchair? I was like, I, I knew that it she was like in a, a wheelchair. Four -wheeler. Well, yeah, be before like, they cool before they, they zoomed out, I uh -huh. thought she was in what was supposed to be representing an airplane seat. Oh, That's what it looked like when it was close up. And I'm like and I'm just looking at it going, is she huh. supposed to be like in a pretend airplane seat or okay. is she in a wheelchair? Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't until they pulled, you know, they zoomed out that I realized that she was in the wheelchair. Because mm. I remembered her from another keynote where she talked about maps because she's the engineer that's on on that particular product line. And I thought, well, you know, I, I always look for their di diversity and inclusion and things like that. And I thought that it was interesting that they had a differently abled person doing the presentation at a keynote. And then when they had her again, I was like, oh, I remember her. That's Meg Frost. And I remembered that she had been in a wheelchair last time. And like you, I thought, oh, that's a fancy looking, they've got her in some kind of a special chair of some sort. And I wondered what it was. And I was looking at it, trying to figure out what the features were and were they going to, were they going to say something about what kind of, um, you know, was what kind of 
device she was using or something like that. When they they pulled back, I saw that it was a really like souped up wheelchair, and I thought, wow, that is really really cool. So even like even that even that was high tech, and I I wonder if Apple's behind that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they abandoned the car, and you know, the Apple that, wheelchair that was their car project. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Sure. Uh, and then you know, also if you get out more than I do and travel to another part of the country, uh, we have the the, the Translate app, which. Looks cool. Oh, Lucian loved that. I, I told you guys before, this is now kind of like the Super Bowl for Lucian and I. Like, we can't wait till it comes out and we sit there and cuddle up on the couch and we ooh and ah over everything. And he was really excited about that. Because my kids actually use that. They have friends that speak other languages. They have friends over in Germany. And when people came to visit, you'll, you'll get a kick out of this, Mike. Mm. They wanted to play Minecraft with this little boy that came to visit us. But he's he was just starting to learn English. They had used Google Translate in the exact same way that they demonstrated here in the in the presentation where you can speak a phrase and it'll translate it. And when you put it in landscape mode, it'll show you the translation side by side. So you can really have a conversation with someone in a different language. And that's how they played Minecraft together. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> they, uh, you know, to give each other like, you know, hey, go chop over here. You know, oh, give me, you know, this from your inventory or whatever. And it was funny because they, they were giggling. And, and this is the first thing that the kids will do. And come on, it's geeky show ever. And so I got to tell you this, that they uh, were were translating something and something got translated into penis and of course we just you know <laughs> laughed and because the parents were like kind of like trying to help us along you know and and they just turned bright red and started giggling i was like what did it say and then she told me and so we all had a big laugh about that so well because be sure to ensue and turn us all into 12 year olds for a little while it all comes back to that anyway so um <laughs> hey but we need that right now these sure. days especially more now than ever <laughs> um yeah and then okay siri um I don't know. Um, you know, I Siri and I still have this difficult relationship, um, and maybe it's if complicated uh, it is, uh, and maybe if they can get her to work better, and they say it's going to do more processing on the phone, so maybe that'll help me. Maybe if I learn proper diction and learn how to talk, that might help. <laughs> even though I try to announce enunciate better at her, and then she just gets really stupid. So. <laughs> Yeah, dictation and me. And so there's been sometimes I tried to dictate something, send it out too quick without proofreading it thoroughly, and it's like, really did I just say that? Uh, yeah, but we speak Siri, so we knew what you meant anyway. Well, you need to speak Mikey. I think you need a translator <laughs> yes. app well, for we, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, we speak Mikey, I guess. Sure, and you know if they can, you know, digital assistants are fine. I just haven't, you know, really gotten into Siri. I got my, you know, others around the house here, but when I'm out, I do use her once in a while, but. Uh, and in the car, uh, yeah, when we get to CarPlay, I want to talk about more things there. But um, you know, when I'm in the car, I'll call out for different things like call you know, my son or daughter or somebody. And, uh, so mm-hmm. I do use that, but I don't use Siri too much. Maybe if they have some stuff here. And it's like I say, maybe if it's not taking over the whole screen, uh, that might prove useful for me. I'll just see how that goes. But. Uh, and they're saying uh, it has 20 times more facts than just three years ago because I think they're sending queries out to other places, web answers, and um, I don't know what. 12-year-olds. Sure. Yeah, they probably got a bank of 12-year-olds back mm-hmm. there just coming up with silly. Dad jokes. <laughs> sure. Uh, so that could be uh, you know interesting. Or you can send an audio message uh, through Siri. So that could all be, you know. How's that? So you can just do that right from Siri. That'll be interesting. My dad will find that really useful. Sure. 
Um, yeah, if I can actually, you know, uh, I have my headset on, but if I press and hold the button, it'll call her up. And so maybe I could make more use of that. I just don't, if I can't see the screen, I don't entirely trust dictating yeah. to her because then it might right. be like, you know, order more more penis <laughs> pills or something. No, right. no, no, no. <laughs> you know, I said pencils, <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> Um, Emily's like, oh, I got a screenshot of that one. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, so I'm just yeah. worried about the chaos that she could, uh, unattended well, Siri could wreak. So. See, and my dad learned that lesson the hard way several times because of what he would try to dictate. And he, he's just, it might, maybe it's just a dad thing. I don't know. Uh, but he couldn't handle the dictation. So now he does what, what's described here, is, which is a send an audio message. Oh. So he'll actually talk into it and just send it as an audio file, and it's just him talking. Right. And then he'll send me like three more. and <laughs> sure. I'm like, Dad, I'm in the store. Well, not anymore, but you know, when I was, like, in the store, like, I can't hear you. <sighs> sure. Well, then moving on down to something I don't think uh, any of us really make <laughs> much use of is the the home yeah, we went to the Stop. bathroom. This was the bathroom. Yeah, break. that was the yeah. bathroom break, and then I started watching, yeah. you know, catching up on days of our lives. Sure. You know, during okay. this, and like, yeah, I don't uh, care about this. Priorities. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. It's 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 exciting for people who can afford it. Let's just say that. Well, I've got home automation stuff here, but I just don't. I did have it set up, and I don't know. The, and it's not uh, an Apple problem. I think something else happened, but I had it so I could tell it to open up my garage door because um, sometimes we have problems with the opener, but that quit working but that's about all i've done with her for home on well part of the problem is some of the stuff that i have i have maybe i should go back and check but a lot of stuff i have wasn't on their approved list to work with home kit and oh. if the stuff i have doesn't work why bother yeah. so exactly uh, and so, my house just isn't conducive to smart home mm-hmm well, sometimes I think the the owner here isn't exactly conducive to smart home. <laughs> and plus, my they, husband would stroke. I mean, it's well, bad enough that we have. We, I yeah. have an app for my garage doors. We have three garage doors, right. and two of them have um, can use the app. Mm-hmm. And even that, he was like, now he's he thinks it's kind of cool, even though we don't use it. But at the time, he just thought, oh my god, because he's just. He's a Luddite, you know? <laughs> well, my, my wife is a semi-Luddite, and, you know, I've gotten her to do some of this stuff, but I think if it was too involved, it's like, just open the damn thing, whatever, you know? Yeah, for me, uh, I have a teenager who loves to hack this stuff, so for right now, our yeah. home is called Cobbled. <laughs> sure. We're cobbled together, you understand well, that. So is mine. Um, and Lucian's gonna, he knows about this, so I can say it in case he does hear it. He's getting a Raspberry Pi for his birthday in 10 days, so uh, he wants to make his own, his own home hub. So this will be interesting. Yeah. So we might have a little bit more interest in this in the future. So I'll have to, I will check back with you on that. Okay. Well, then we've got Safari here. Um, I I mean, I I use Safari. I don't, on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, not on the Mac, um, but I use it on the phone. Um, yeah, on the phone and the iPad, but yeah. on my Mac I use Chrome. Yeah, so it's I like, use it everywhere because nobody until Lucian just told me recently that Firefox does have a reader mode, but it's it's the reading mode in Safari that yeah. I, I can't live without. So that's the deal breaker for me. That could be interesting, and you know they talk about password monitoring. Well, I mm. I use LastPass. I just right. I, have I my use own. one password. Sure. Yeah, it's one password. Uh, privacy. 
Okay, now down to the thing that I, I'm cautiously hopeful for. And like I say, this is kind of between the um, iOS and CarPlay. But they were talking, and, I, I, and during our text messages, Kevin said he'd never want yeah. this, and I want right. it. The car keys and CarPlay. Um, if I could afford it, I would want it because, you know, Lucian groaned as, as soon as he saw that because it was like parental controls for your car. <laughs> Mommy's going, yes! Uh-huh, yeah, all the parents are like, yeah! Yeah. Uh, and I'm hopeful because I had it on my Equinox, and that was remote start. So in the wintertime, I could oh. you know start it up, warm the engine up a little bit before I got out there. Uh, I don't. I'm not a big proponent of uh, running your car for minutes to warm it up, but you know, a minute or two to warm it up before you drive it off is better. Now the Rav4 doesn't have it, but it does have CarPlay, and it's got the. Uh, the uh, keyless, you know, ignition stuff where you push a button. So I'm mm, right. hoping that it'll just be a little software tweaks on both sides there. So maybe yeah, I could I have so. my phone start the car. And it would be nice if I could create an automation, if I yeah. could get my garage door to work. So when I, in the morning, <laughs> I could hit this button and open the garage door so we don't get gassed and then start the car oh, up. That could be helpful. Uh, you know, it could be, yeah. So, uh, you know, I that one got me mildly excited if it, it will all pull together because I think the parts may be there because, like I said, I've got keyless ignition. Uh, I've got, you know, the key fob, so as long as the key fob's near it, it'll start. I've got CarPlay in there. I just hope they don't say that it's got to be the uh, the wireless CarPlay because I don't have that. Not too many vehicles mm-hmm. have that because in order to have wireless CarPlay, because I almost bought a device and I kind of backed off because I'm not driving it that much. There's this device that you plug in to your USB port where you would do your CarPlay. And mm. then, uh, so it will give you wireless CarPlay because you can't do it over Bluetooth. You have to plug it in for CarPlay to work because it. Uh, what this device does is create a Wi-Fi signal in there because CarPlay mm. communicates, so it needs that much bandwidth. Bluetooth isn't mm-hmm. going to handle it. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm hoping they're not going to say, oh, you got to have the wireless CarPlay to make this work. But uh, mm-hmm. like I say, I'm, ca- uh, that's, I'm mildly optimistic about that. Just like I say, for in the wintertime, start the car up, open the garage door. And, you know, I don't know about giving keys to anybody for the car, my car, get your own damn one. Um, <laughs> You're a little past that now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Deb's got her car. I got – everybody's got a car. Um, yeah. So drive your own car. Uh, but, you know, if I needed to, you know, somebody's got to move it or do something, I don't know. You know, it could be it could be interesting. Um, so how close do you think we are to get to being able to unlock your car with your watch? Mm. Do you think that'll be next? iOS 15 maybe or next, the next watch OS? Um, well, let's see. Let me think about it. Because I... Um, would you like that feature? Is that something you would use? It would, that would be well. When I'm in at home, it's not unlocked. I mean, it's it's unlocked. Uh, when you go out, well, okay. Here's the thing. For me, that wouldn't be that big a deal because again, with wireless uh, uh, keyless ignition, I, all I have to do is have the key fob, you know, on me or near me. I walk up to the door and it automatically unlocks. Okay. And it I automatically it. unlocks. Yep, that's so, what I've got. Yeah. So it's not really that. It's it would be like a, another, your watch would be just another key fob. Yeah, basically. So Yeah, uh, and it wouldn't be helpful. Right, mm-hmm. no. It would it'd be redundant, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I'm glad uh, I asked them. Yeah, um, and now uh, now I'm trying to remember. Well, maybe I'll have to go into the car plane look, but they were talking about introducing a few more things in car play. Uh, let's, let's round out 
iOS here. Well, they they talked about AirPods. Again, don't have them. It's like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went back to days of our lives for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all on the same page here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought the I listened to them a little bit, um, the uh, surround sound and how they were going to have it. So if you turn your head, the sound kind of follows you or whatever. Uh, or if, like, the airplane turns or so. I don't know. I, I was following... Okay, it's interesting. You're making a lot of use of the gizmos in your phone, but um, I don't know. Yeah, the the, the AirPods, uh, not so much. Now, I think there was, in our uh, our Goo Chat here, uh, you guys seemed a little bit interested in the app clips. I think that's the best feature they had, especially okay. now with, with COVID and right. restaurants opening. Yeah. And instead of going to a restaurant one of two things are are happening. You either have the menu that's got the, um, I can't forget what the word is when it's, you know, has the plastic over glass. it. Right. You know, it's got the pl- laminated, laminated. laminated. Yeah. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for where they have to <laughs> Three disinfect syllables, it. One word. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Sounds like. Welcome to <laughs> Goupon charades. Sure. So if you have the laminated menu, then you have to disinfect it. Right. Or yeah. if you have a paper menu, then you throw it away when the customer is done ordering and then that gets to be expensive. So this, I thought, is great. If you can just, you know, open this up on your phone, you can look at the menu, and then you can just tell either order through the app or you can just tell the server what it is you want to buy, you know, what you want to order. You don't have to worry about menus and disinfecting. And I think for that, yeah, that I'm would be a great thing. The least amount and, of contact possible. And then, it, like, like they were saying, if it's an app of a business that you want to keep, then you can keep the app or you can just say, okay, and delete the app and, right. you know, continue on. Now, so I thought that's great. Could, uh, night it wasn't, you know, listening a hundred percent. Can these app clips live on their own or are they a segment of a larger, the larger app? I think they're a segment because they did say at the end of this, that for developers, uh, that they wanted to encourage them to get working on this now. And that, the app clip had to be no larger than 10 megabits. Right. 10 megabits. It says a small part of an app. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like the example they were showing was if you like a painting that you saw on Etsy, mm-hmm. you can just open up to just that painting. Right. And then if you want to buy it, then you can buy it without going through the rest of Etsy. Sure. And like I say, it, it, you know, if uh, they could get restaurants on board, because like, you know, where you guys live, bigger cities, you might be able to make it work out here in the sticks. You know, not so much. Um, you know, it all depends upon the restaurant, too. But I like being able to. I mean, I've just been kind of sort of training myself for this for a couple of years anyway, because I like going to places where they do have an online menu. And I'm one of those types of people where I'm kind of like a norm from like Cheers. Like I kind of like this one thing, you know, or I go to this this restaurant for this one type of dish or, you know, maybe thing. I venture out mm. to like one or two other things. I know what I like. I like what I like. And I yep. like I just like to stick to that. I just feel exactly. kind of safe. I'm, I'm a little way. risk averse when it comes I, to food. But do, like you do, but do you do what I do where I go in? Like if I go to Olive Garden, I always get lasagna. I always get yeah. lasagna and I'll go to the Olive Garden. I'll go. I'm not going to get lasagna tonight. I'm going to get something different. The server comes around. I'll have lasagna. Exactly. (laughs) I am the type of person that I, when I used to work, like outside them, like when I used to work places that I would find a place and I would go to that place and the wait staff would get to know me and they would know what I wanted or they would say, they would see me and they would say, you're usual and say, yeah. Or sometimes they would say, you're usual and say, I'm feeling adventurous today. And they say, okay. And then they, you know, take, and it would be like my second usual. 
Sure. I'm just that kind of person. I'm very, very loyal. Uh, you know, when I find something, you know, like, I, I like it. I like to stick to it. So for all these years, um, for the couple of restaurants that we that we do patronize around here, um, we kind of know what the menu is. And either we've taken a picture of it when we've been there so that we have it. Or, you know, if it is kind of an old-fashioned restaurant that doesn't have an online menu, but most of the times there's a menu that you can get to. Either, like I said, we took a picture of it, asked somebody, or downloaded it, or, you know, have a PDF of it. And then I actually keep a note <laughs> in the notes app. I actually have, like, a takeout order note that has, you know, who usually gets what. Because most of the family is kind of similar. They have, like, a couple of, like, maybe three or four different dishes that I know that they like. And I just kind of keep that in a note so that when it's time to order... You know, I will call in the order. I'll say the number this, the number that, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, my husband will go and like pick it up. So that's kind of, we've already been kind of sort of training like that. But I like this idea that it kind of falls in line with that, that the least amount of contact, that I'm just all about efficiency, just make it efficient. And if this is what I have to do, you know, the little bit of investment that you have to do on the front end to get it to work more efficiently later, that's worth it to me. So I, I really like the idea of this. It, you know, it kind of appeals to me. Um, you know, I don't mind going into a, you know, the, the restaurant, you know, for the ordering part. For me, I would like, um, you know, maybe when it comes to the paying part, if it would just pop up. Oh, on that your too. Phone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that would be nice because you got to hand your card over. You got to do all this other stuff. If you can just, because mm-hmm. the few places, you know, in Watertown that does have Apple Pay, it's kind of nice. You just go up and, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. tap or whatever and you know that's nice and if you could just have it be able to do it over the the wi-fi somehow with a clip that you'd authorize and- or even coupons i i just <laughs> thought of this now as we were talking about this uh, an app clip could contain a coupon of some sort because i was just thinking about as you were saying that there's one place that really irritates me and that's the dairy queen that the kids like we would you know whenever they do something or get a good grade or you know we reward them and we have to go to the dairy queen go to the drive-thru we you know say our order so again and like we kind of know what we want ahead of time. But then going up to pay, I have to hand them my phone. Like I have to hand them my whole phone so that they can redeem the the coupon that's on my screen. Because we do that thing where we um, support the school, you know, with donations. They sell one of those coupon books and they do have a digital version. But I always have to hand over the phone and then they have to redeem it and then they hand it back to me. And this last time I had to do it, I was like, oh, now I got to sanitize my phone. And yeah. They don't have a, a scanner like they do for Dunkin' Donuts because you nope. hold your phone and then they have a scanner in their hand. Yeah. They reach over and they just that scan. would be nice. No, and it, I think it's not so much Dairy Queen, but it's the app. I mean, maybe Dairy Queen has it. I don't know. But it's the app that you have to tap a button and then the button reveals a code that they then have to type into the register. It's like, yeah, oh, it's like cable. Yeah. So they don't have mm-hmm. like the, the uh, Q code, uh, QR code. Yeah. Okay. Not with this particular couponing type deal that we had to buy through the school. So, oh, okay. yeah, that's that's going to have to be redone. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And mm. it'd be nice, you know, near field or communications or something. They've got, you know. Well, they have it for carb. They have it for the keyless entry. So, you know, new field communications is a thing for for Apple devices. They just got people got to get their crap together. Mm -hmm. Well, so iPad. Um, One more thing before we move on to this. I just want to say this real quick um, about the AirPods. uh, Like you, I wasn't I kind of tuned out a little bit because I was like, "Mm, I can't really afford AirPods. But I was watching a little bit as I was taking some notes and I was watching the animations and I don't know. Did it strike you? Like we talked about in the beginning, watching this keynote where it was all pre-recorded and pre-laid out. And you don't have to wait for all the applause and stuff. There were, 
everything was planned so much to the point where this animation that they used for the AirPods, I don't know if you guys, you know, watched it at all, but Mm-mm. it was really animated. It was like it was like a little mini Pixar production. Mm. And I just remember at a, as I was watching it, I thought, well, now this is where that Pixar uh, investment really is paying mm. off <laughs> and it's going to for forevermore in the future. I mean, you know that all of the graphics and all of the artists and everybody that puts together the opening introduction. I mean, it's all so creative and that's that's the thing that I love because, you know, I'm I'm an artist at heart and that's what I went to school for and I just I love the artsy stuff of it. I love the design of everything and that gets my heart pumping and it's my favorite part of all of this stuff is looking at all how well everything's designed and produced. So, I do like the applause cuz to me it's kind of like a recital and these per, you know, these people worked really hard <clears throat> to put this on for us and you know, they should get some applause. But I was really enjoying the animations that they were using, the visual designs that they were using to communicate what what it was that they were trying to explain in a very technical way about how the sound sur- surrounded you. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, that's a little Pixar production. I just thought that was pretty cool. Okay. I was at work, so I was listening to it while I was doing other things. But So I missed that. But, um, yeah, the iPad and, you know, some of this overlaps with iOS. So I don't know. There's some. Yeah, some, skip over it. Some things unique to the uh, iPad, you know, you've had you can put widgets on the iPad now, uh, so that's not exactly a new thing. But they're redesigning them, and you can get different sizes and and third party, you know, widgets that could be interesting. There, Um, I thought they spent okay, you know, Melissa and I think are going to be at opposite ends here because you just said you're a design person, me, (laughs) eh, you know, they set you up, yeah, I think. they spent a lot of time on the design of the uh, apps and stuff. You know, some of it's useful. You know, they're talking about the sidebars and making it more functional. And, okay, that's fine. But, you know, um, it's all interesting. It's good. I don't know if it's ooh-ah territory. Um, but, um, oh, this one... Well, you have to have the Apple Pencils. This kind of rules it out. The Scribble. Well, I, I loved, the, before we get into that, though, okay. I, I did love the sidebar. The sidebar was an ooh-ah for me because, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but I love to see now, finally, things are starting to come together and they're starting to tie in where I can finally say to my clients, like in the sidebar, oh. <laughs> you know, go oh. to the sidebar, do the thing with the sidebar, and oh. they'll know what the hell I'm talking about for once yeah. because you, now you, it will finally be consistent. You're going to have a unifying operating yeah. theory here. Yeah, yeah, because that, that did drive me crazy because you're doing, if it's even if it's the same, you know, app, let's say, um, on, the I, on the iPad, it's different than what you would be using on the yeah. uh, Mac and it did kind of throw you off because you know you you do develop muscle memory and if it's you know someplace here well then you got to scroll in the in the iOS you got to go into one of these little you know menus mm-hmm. over here and yeah it's, and just trying there's just so many words to try to describe it so I'm just I'm happy for the consistency um, the one thing I have to say before we go down into the next thing on the list was I as I was watching the key as I was watching WDC in the presentation I was kind of keeping track of a certain areas where I had a wish list you know there were things that I was hoping for that I was hoping right, is this going to be the year that they add it or are they going to do it and I was disappointed to say that and and that's not to say that it isn't there but they didn't demonstrate it and I will be looking for this I hope that Apple's listening to this podcast I want to see metadata in photos 
I don't oh, care where yeah. it is. I don't care if it's on the Mac. I don't care if it's on the iPhone or the iPad. I want to see metadata. I want to be able to snap a picture and immediately say, this is a picture documenting this thing or these next three pictures. I want to select them all, lasso them and say, these three items are about this topic. And I want to keyword. I want to write captions. I want to add hashtags, metadata, whatever, so that I can go back and search. Yes, I know that I can just ask photos, show me a picture of dogs, and it will show me a picture of dogs. I'm not looking for fucking dogs. I want to know what I wrote on the whiteboard that I had to erase that I had to take a picture of at first six weeks ago because I was looking for that note, and I know that that's when I wrote it. I want to be able to do a search for that damn thing. Or Ugh. or try to tell Siri how to find pictures of potato days, you know. Exactly. Right, right. I don't know what the fuck potato days are, but exactly. It's our local celebration <laughs> of potatoes. But anyway, um, yeah, so to be able to search better, you know, and I do it. Uh, you say potato, I say patata. I just sure. want to be able to find it in my photos. Well, and, you know, and, and I'm sloppy with my photos. Captain Chaos. Um, but I do it by folders, but still it would be nice to be able to have some unifying you know, organization with mm-hmm. it. Uh, okay. Then uh, uh, we had Scribble. So it takes handwriting, converts it into text. If you have... Oh, this uh, is so cool. Yeah, but I think you have to have the pencil, right? Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so... Okay. Yeah, I don't... Although I have a knockoff that I will be trying it with. Uh, you can try it. We'll see if it My knockoff doesn't work. Doesn't um, work with, yeah. Mine doesn't work with Apple apps. Okay. Oh, with Apple apps. Hmm. Um, mine works with notes so mine doesn't i tried messages i tried notes i tried pages it doesn't work well Well, this is one of those things where apple pencil uh, meh and it's one of those things like airpods is like i can't really afford that i can't justify the cost but yeah yeah, i can't justify this is making it very tempting plus i have have an older ipad so i'd have to use the um the first Mm. pencil the original yeah. yeah, and for me, if it could read gotcha. my handwriting, this would be like you know a, a, a major miracle. miracle. Yes, yeah, I, like mine. Yeah, because my uh, seventh grade English teacher said something about head and scratching. So, yeah, and yeah. you know how I love handwriting. <laughs> yeah, um, it, the future is not bright, but you know some of the things they were doing, like uh, being able to scratch to delete stuff, or you know, circle a word to select it. Uh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, rather than trying to do something where you press and hold and drag. And so if you could just circle some stuff, that would be kind of. Well, I really cool. liked being able to, like what she was showing is something I could picture you doing or me doing where you're, you know, mapping something out and you're taking measurements of something like, right. okay, I'm going to build this thing and I'm going to put this thing here and I have to have it, you know, six foot over this way, draw a line, you know, right down six feet. And then I'm going to have this and, you know, this outlet needs to go here. And I mean, that's just really, really helpful for a lot of stuff around the house. And I thought that was a really cool feature, uh, being able to draw straight lines, arrows, and then draw a shape. And then have, you know, if you draw a hexagon, it'll actually, you know, if you do it crudely, it'll actually perfect it for you. I thought that was really, really cool. Well, and for me, you know, my dream, and I, and I can do it, you know, right now, but my dream was always go into a room, take a picture, you know, like say it's at school. Well, you want to put a whiteboard here and draw it in and all this other stuff. It's one of those things that sounds really neat, but just to sit down and do it, it's like, you know, it just doesn't work out. And um, mm-hmm. it, it, I just can't make it work the way I want to. So it's just like, you want to hear? Fine. Okay. And then, you know, you're, you're, you're done, but. Um, the handwriting to OCR was really cool. Sure. You could just write it out and then copy it, paste it into, like, say, a pages document. That was an ooh for me. Yeah, so I think, you know, like I said, there's a lot of overlap between uh, uh, iOS and uh, iPad OS. 
So, I would love to see this on on iOS on the phone, though. It's not possible right now, but it should come in the future. Okay. Because I don't think you can use a pencil on an iPhone. Oh, probably not. Yeah, something like that. And they are adding some features. I don't remember what they were now, but it looked like some things that would make it a little easier to do things on the on the phone. Um, well, the data detectors, if you wrote down a phone number, it would detect yeah. that it was a phone data, and then you could tap on it and make a phone call. That was cool, too. Some So some things like that. Um, so next down the list is uh, Mac OS. Um, and I don't... I mean, they were talking about, you know, redesigning the icons. Okay, snooze. Okay, the the, the news is it's Big Sur, as opposed <laughs> to Yes Sir. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. It'll be nicknamed bullshit. <laughs> Could be. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Heard it here first, folks. It's a bold new experience. Same Mac magic. Okay, like I didn't uh, like say I, I'm half watching, half working. I don't have any strong recollections of anything making me go. Mm. Uh, I was excited. I liked it. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime they do something, you know, it's good. A customizable start page on Safari. Uh, Okay. It's cute. I don't, I'm not into that It's the first thing I do in Chrome. So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, yay, they gave us widgets like Android. Oh, yay, they gave us a customizable homepage like in uh, Chrome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm scrolling. That's cool. I'm scrolling through here. I have, you know, nothing, you know, uh, getting really, you know, some of it's just uh, carryovers from the uh, iOS uh, stuff. Come on. The dock, the refresh dock, finally the apps look the same. How many times have you had to tell somebody, okay, okay maybe you haven't had to say no. this, but if you're, if you're trying to teach somebody or train somebody and they have a Mac and they have an iPhone or they have an iPad and you say, you know, go to Messages messages what's messages you know the the green bubble and they're looking and they're looking oh wait are you on your mac oh i'm sorry i meant the blue the blue bubble the blue bubbles no oh wait no you're on your phone no the green one it's like oh my god just making the same color and they finally have so that made me very very happy okay sad to see the postage stamp go away but at least now they're both envelopes so yeah yeah, i mean just so many words you know i have i can say less words now if you use the mail app but again i just don't mail apps never done it for me um, I well, just, you're special. I'm very special. My <laughs> my mommy had me tested. Anyway, uh, so I you know there wasn't anything to get to. Control excited. Center, I think, is really cool. Although uh, yeah. I have to say that was my first beef on Twitter was please please make those translucent menus have the ability to make them solid because that is going to drive a lot of people nuts. It's just, ugh, that's that's a low yeah. vision pain point right there. I yeah. think it's it's nice, but. My my vision is starting to go, and I can see how that's going to be really painful for people to try to be able to read that. So, I'm I, they've got it. They they have to have it, and there just wasn't enough time to show it. So that'll be the first thing that I'm looking for is sure. how to make those solid because they're going to be difficult to look at. Yeah. So, uh, like I say, you know, as far as the Mac OS, um, oh darn it, I closed my window. Um, nothing that got me. Now, I was only I was I had gotten home from work, and by the time they got to the end there. I'm, I guess as long as we're talking Mac, I'm going to jump to the end there. Where they're talking about the new hardware, new silicone for Mac. Mm-hmm. So they're doing their own chips now. They're moving mm-hmm. moving away from the uh, Intel uh, mm-hmm. architecture, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I think they said over the course of the next two years, 
Yeah, it's going to take about two years or so well, then to they get were, everything changed over. Well, then they were bringing back terms that I hadn't heard in a long time, like Rosetta. And I'm going Rosetta. Yeah, I'm like, why <laughs> is that about familiar? That. that gave me flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, I'm going. Why is that familiar? Oh shit! Because it didn't work, and okay. then we struggled with it. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I it didn't. It. I think when I got into that's what time I was getting into Mac, so I didn't have a lot of. Apps, oh, so I had to worry about that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, it mean, was painful. Just, okay. just know that it was painful. I'll take your word for it then. I don't need to experience pain. I make my own. Um, <laughs> so let's, the uh, watch I had to upgrade us. an entire school that went from, from OS 9 to like, I don't know, two iterations into OS 10. And when you're, you know how it is when you work for sure. an education institution, they're, they're strapped and they sure. can't afford to buy all the new apps. So we had to rely on Rosetta and it was painful. Um, it was really painful. So many teachers complained about apps not launching or crashing and yeah, it was just, oh, I had, I had flashbacks. It was, it was uh, bad. Okay. So this explains a lot of your personality. I think I understand. <laughs> now. Um, I still need therapy. Okay. So now on to, um, watch OS and yeah. Uh, customizable watch faces. Yeah, that you can send to friends. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't think anybody wants to share my madness, though. You don't know that. Yeah. I mean, I'll check out the sleep data because I have yet in my entire life to sleep through the night. So right. let's see what it says. Yeah, but I guess I'm, you could probably do that with your before. version of watch. Yeah, I've tried before, like wearing it to bed, and it's it's uncomfortable. Well, yeah. Wearing a watch, but I will probably give it a try at least for a couple of nights just to see what the data is like. What I'm wondering though is when I had a Fitbit way back when, mm -hmm. it also did thing. sleep tracking, yep. and you took it out of the holder and it had this, little, you had yep. this little bracelet, bracelet. Mm -hmm. yep, and then just slipped it in there. I and used that you, so much till it fell apart, and then it kept well, falling out. And I wake up, where is my Fitbit? If well, then you, remember, you hit the button. You hit the button to let it know that it was doing yes. sleep tracking. Yeah, but the problem was off, you had you to like were, be conscientious you were, enough to to press it. Like, oh, who does that? But if you were just laying in bed and you were wide awake but you weren't moving, it mm -hmm. said you were sleeping. Like, yes. no. I didn't fall asleep at 11.02. Exactly. I fell asleep at 1.30 because yes. I kept looking at the clock. Right. So that was useless. So yeah, starting well. to go through menopause for me, I'm like, I don't know if this is just going to piss me off even more. <laughs> so well, I, I've and, never slept and through the night my entire life. So That's why I'm <laughs> hanging on to my Pebble watch yet because I charge my oh. iOS, uh, my watch, Apple watch at night. But I have my Pebble watch because that can go three, four days without a charge. Yeah. And so I'm using that for sleep tracking and i wear two watches because i can people um again Captain you know, Chaos. Uh, these yeah. uh the the way that this tracks sleep i i was a little disappointed in that i don't know i think it's a little too soon or maybe it's just not enough to to put this out there it's like the way that they're tracking sleep was with movement when that's not really accurate you know when you when you're really trying to track what's what's causing your sleep problems you need to get hooked up to electrodes that start to monitor your brain waves and stuff that's Sure. accurate sleep tracking this is kind of like this is just movement tracking it doesn't really give you a good indication of sleep and i did read um a while ago i read i was i was researching this because like you elisa i was using the fitbit and and i noticed that i agreed with what what the synopsis was of, of the research that i found was that basically that you could be losing sleep because you're using these sleep trackers because it's like raising your anxiety. Like, why am I not sleeping? Why am I not sleeping? And, you know, looking at all this data that it was actually, you know, adding to your, your sleeplessness. So I, I don't 
know. I don't. I, I'm the jury's going to be out on this. It's it's gimmicky, and I and I would like to try it and see what happens. But I guess I just already have a pre-confirmed bias based on my previous experience. So right. it's going to take a lot to change that. Yeah, I'll be. I'll give it a couple of nights, and if it tells me mm-hmm. that I slept nine hours, which I know is bull, mm-hmm. um, then it'll be like, yep, never mind. Well, yeah, like, I don't even know that it's going to tell you like you slept so many hours. I think it's going to be more like these were your restlessness times and these oh that'll be the entire the entire screen yeah because because i'm all over the place as my Uh husband says you gave me a quarter of the bed maybe (laughs) well okay (laughs) because i'm all and you know i mentioned my apple watch and i i or not my apple watch my pebble and um you know and i haven't looked at this close because i i sleep fine i get what i get but i was looking at it and it does show that you know it says i slept for four hours nine minutes Two hours and fourteen minutes of deep sleep, and it looks like it's mm. got little bands in there. So, I mean, if mm. my Pebble Watch, which is no no longer exists, can do that, one would hope that the Apple Watch could figure out. I don't know how it's tracking. You know, it, mm. it's it's. I go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. I'm not dead. That's all I know. Um, so, does that mean for that particular evening, that particular evening, you slept a total of six hours? No, six, or you slept a total of four, four hours, hours, two of which were. Deep sleep. Were deep sleep. Yeah. Was that accurate? Did you sleep that night just for four hours? Yeah, or did you right. go to bed? No, so like, you went to bed at two in the morning, let's say, and got up at six? Well, like last night, I went to bed at, uh, it was about uh, 17 after 11 by the time I got into bed. That's the start of my sleep cycle. And then, yeah, I got up, it was about, yeah, 5.09 when I got up out of that's bed. That's six hours. Morning. Yeah, that's six hours. Okay, so maybe it is. Well, I guess it is six. Yeah, so okay. Four hours of deep, uh, four hours slept and two hours of deep sleep. All right, so uh, you slept for about six hours. Sure. Yeah, something okay. like that. Um, if anything, it, it brings oh, awareness. No, wait a minute. No, wait as long a minute. as it doesn't bring anxiety along with the awareness. But that, it does bring awareness. That's wrong. It wasn't 509 uh, because I would have, that's when I leave for work. So, okay, maybe it's not as accurate as I thought. Never mind. <laughs> But so it's tracking the time that you put the bevel watch on and when you take it off as no. a as a culmination of that period. No, or? it's it's on all the time. So I don't know if it, I just wasn't moving around. Okay, I know I'm slow in the morning, but I don't think I was that slow. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then something you guys uh, fitness and you know they said dance and you said we have dance. Who's dancing here? I mean. Um, the, the dance workout uh, like I, nobody's watching yeah. i use other um i don't I just do other i don't dance i'm afraid yeah, people other, cons- other is your friend yeah. yeah i don't dance occasionally i like to do dance occasionally but but i i don't know i guess i i guess that's what i was trying to figure out and i'll have to dig in deeper is what's the big deal we already have dance is it because there's now you can do the macarena or the electric slide, or or it breaks well, I think it they're, down. They're talking about how you move your body. If you're sure. moving your upper body, if you're moving your lower body. If you're uh, what if <laughs> what if, if they think it's my whole body, but it's just my arms? I mean, <laughs> you know, if you're clogging or if you're clogging or something like that, or you know, um, it, I need a workout that's called jiggle mode. That's what I need. Well, see, I don't dance because I'm afraid somebody will think I'm having a seizure and calling an ambulance. <laughs> so I just don't. I don't do that. Okay, Fred is there. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I. Okay. Never mind. I won't get into that. Um, she already did. <laughs> sure. Um, like I say, um, maps. Well, have we had maps on the watch? Or are they just adding to it now, like bicycle mode and? 
and yeah that, that that did look pretty cool i mean uh, if we start to get to use maps where it'll it'll give you turn by turn directions i mean i guess it already did but i guess they're more prominent and it has a better a better display for when you're for when you're riding your bike and it'll tell you like when you should dismount your bike and walk or when you should take the stairs that uh, was interesting and then the one that you kind of like melissa but you know we thought was it going to turn into a novelty the hand washing uh <laughs> thing. yeah that that yeah, it looked exciting when they first demoed it. Like, oh, that's really cool, you know. But like, how many kids are gonna have an Apple Watch? Come sure. on, like like people who need to have that are not gonna be able to well, have it. A, B. I mean, I I was thinking it was nice because so many times lately, especially you know, with washing my hands so many times, it's like the water seeps in under my wrist, and I always have to take it off when I wash my hands. It'd be nice if it just detected, hey, the water's running, the watch is about to get wet now. Could you you know close it off? Because I'd really like to do a deep cleaning here. Sure. Um, that would that would be nice. But yeah, it's just like brushing your teeth when you know how you have one of those toothbrushes that has a timer. I was like, all right, come on, really, it's been two minutes. Come on, uh, I. Yeah. And unless it gives a zap, if you haven't washed your hands long enough, I mean, okay, mm. you know, it's all voluntary. It's, this it's, is all it's voluntary. It's a cute gimmick, and, and I think it'll be helpful, and, and I'll like it, and I'll probably not like it Ignore soon. it after a while. <laughs> yeah, so that's, yeah. Uh, um, let's see, I think that's... But it's a good idea. The, yeah, you know, the, that pretty much covers that. The count. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. That's pretty much everything they had there. And like I said, we kind of mentioned the Mac. We'll see uh, the the new hardware. Um, I'm excited about it. I wonder. You know, I guess we're not going to get this until the fall, right? Yeah, Mac so OS. they normally come out like September, yeah. October, July, August, September, October. So I'm wondering, like, can I wait four more months to skip Catalina? I don't know. I'll just like. I don't know. I was thinking about actually installing it today. I have a couple more things that I want to test, but every time I want to install it, there's always something that crops up. So I wonder. I'm excited about Big Sur. I really am. As much as I make fun of it because I'm just snarky that way because I'm a Gen Xer. So whatever. Sure. Um, <laughs> but I am excited about it because I'm really excited about the consistency. I really like the idea of the two operating systems looking similar to each other. I miss some of the rich details of the app designs because again like i'm a design nerd I, I like that kind of stuff but i do like more the fact that they're consistent so i'm really excited for that and they like did, the way the new dock looks they, they didn't have it on here but they were talking about being able to port apps from back and forth or was it back and forth or yes. from the ios to mac yes you should be able to i saw that briefly and i wanted to dig into that more but it looked like you could find an ios app that you wanted to use on the Mac and then go look at it in the App Store and install it from the App Store on the Mac. And I was thinking of a couple of apps that that we'll talk about later if this comes to fruition that I would really like that there isn't a Mac counterpart for. Um, so I got excited thinking about that. If that's what, if that's my understanding that you sure. will be able to, you know, because well, they kept talking about a uh, unified experience and um, they didn't use continuity. What did they use? Universal, I think. Okay. And I, I, it sounds like the developer has to do it. And they're giving yeah. it, the developer the kit to do it. Uh, right. And there's times, you know, if you're using, again, it's the, the, you know, the continuity that they look the same. So you don't have to re-jigger your uh, process to a different interface. If the interf And I realize that maybe it isn't going to be exactly the same between iPad and 
the uh, Mac, but if it's similar enough so you don't have to do a lot of hunting and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, that would be that would be nice. Um, I think the thing I got excited about was the CarPlay. Um, if we can, you know, uh, re- so I can get remote start without having to buy a remote starter because I am, you know, I can buy this this stuff, but I don't want to pay to have a remote starter put in. But uh, if I can do it, and if I can do it from my watch, just not my phone, um, and uh, be able to get things to work so I could have, you know, a routine where I would open the garage door, start the car up in the morning, give it a minute or two to warm up. Um, you know, that would be nice. So that's what, and then some of the things to iOS, um, especially the iPad OS where, you know, they keep doing things to make it more computer like, um, so you can do more work on it. That kind of excites me. Was there anything that jumped out at you, Elisa, that you went, Oh yeah. Or was yes. The app clip that I liked. Sure. Okay. At that and messages. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. So I think we all have something that we kind of, you know, jumped yeah, there's a little it. something for everybody. Sure. You know, got our attention, jumped out at us. Um, and like I said, I had to get my snark in there that we're finally doing things in iOS that, you know, Android's been able to do for a while. But, you know, and the hope, but, you know, and I have experienced Android, and some of it does get a little janky on there. So hopefully Apple Yeah, I will... worry about it getting too busy. Yeah, you know, and that's. But some people like that, so to each their own. Like I said, Captain Chaos. Um, you know, I, I, I like that kind of. That's what Major basket case reporting for duty. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and Elise is just Captain Calm over there. So she's just you two are just she's just rolling her eyes at us. So um, just <laughs> TikTok I'm just melting. I'm just yeah. melting here. Sure. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, maybe. Uh, so yeah, before Elisa does melt because she got the fan turned off for the sake of podcasting. So I think we'll wrap this up. Um, uh, you, know, I guess our picks consisted of what excited us. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll go with that. So uh, yeah, so I think at this point we'll introduce ourselves, and then Elisa, we can get done, and she can turn the fan back on. So Elisa, well, the fan's on; it's is, just on a very low level right now. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we don't want her to uh, get too much of a, a turn glow it up. So um, so where, Elisa, where can people find out more about uh, what you do? Okay, on Twitter, it's at Sensei Dai, or you can go to 3geekyladies.com with the number three spelled out, which is the other podcast I do with Suze Gilbert and Vicki Stokes. And Melissa, where can people find out about you? You can find me online all over at The Mac Mommy, or go to my website, themacmommy.com. And if you want to find out more about what I do or uh, other things, you can go to mike-mcpeak.com. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. And... Uh, I have all my stuff that I do there listed. You can check it out. And if you want to find out more about the show, head over to geekiestshowever.com. Reviews and comments on iTunes are always welcome, and we thank everyone who does that. We hope you've enjoyed the show as much as we have, and don't forget between now and next week to hug a geek. And then wash your hands. That too. Hi everyone, this is Gaz from the MyMac.com podcast, and I'm here with that big Yang Tank guy. Hey, you nitwit Brit. Did you know the MyMac.com podcast is one of the longest-running Mac podcasts out there? I did know that. Why do you think that is? I think it's because we bring a blend of tech and entertainment that no other show can do. I thought it was because one of us is incredibly handsome. (laughs) Well, thanks, Gaz. I do try to look my best. Yes, guy. Of course. 
But how can people find the podcast? Well, they should just go to iTunes and do a podcast search for MyMac.com. So subscribe and get your weekly dose of tech fun. Wait, I, I thought I was the handsome one. Yeah, you just keep thinking that and we'll be all right. <laughs>